1: Hello
2: and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture and entertainment. It's Wednesday and we're going to have a great show and I'm totally stoked. Before we get started, let me introduce the
3: outrageous cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. I have nothing to say today. It's sad. Whing, nothing has going whing. on. In, no, nothing is going on in my life. Aww. I haven't flown. I haven't traveled. Yes, you have. We well, were in the recording studio with Lily McLeod last week. Right. We went to Harrisburg. I was going to say that a little okay. bit. Okay. Okay. So later. you got to do something, so we'll talk about it later. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't have anything really, you know, earth shattering. Yeah, how you watched a scary movie the
2: other night and you thought it was funny and you had never I seen didn't. it. I laughed.
3: laughed three times. You laughed more than
2: that. Three times. You laugh? How oh, you're so full of it? Anyway, One, two, so three. he's in a pissy mood,
3: and we'll go on uh, forward and go to. <laughs> you know why I'm in a pissy mood? Tell us. Our house is being ripped apart. We got rid of a wall in the bathroom upstairs, and to make the living room larger, and it's full of plaster, and they're sanding, and the sanding dusty, and it's. I sandy. mean, the plaster's flying all over. I have like my hair turned white from the plaster. Oh, yeah, from the plaster. I had black well, hair. White, all I right? came down from my bedroom with black hair and I wound up here you now with
2: white
0: hair. I can like <laughs>
2: Anyway, let's go, also We're going to introduce the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What up,
0: people? Hello, chat room. What up, listeners? What up, Ron? What up, Jimmy?
2: There you go. Hey, you guys, too much. Uh, we want to yeah, give a shout out to everybody in the chat room and let you know if you hit the ITV button, you can see us waving at the studio in Pennsylvania, waving to all you guys. We want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room: Carla Flores, Cindy, Lady Lake, Irish Ginger, Jen. Oh, Lady Lake, Jen, JJ Catrone. Yay, JJ. We haven't heard from JJ. you lately. Yes, oh, JJ hi. was on my Facebook this morning. He's feeling better. Yay, JJ. Yay, JJ JG, Valley Rebel. Everybody, thanks so much. Uh, to be in this chat room, I also want to make uh, another announcement. Um, as you guys know, the Jimmy Star Show is sponsored by the Spectre Music Group. That's where we get all, a lot of these great artists and guests um, that come on the show. And recently we added Cindy Lady Lake City Dadamo, who's Lady Lake Music on Twitter, uh, to be an A and R rep and to do radio promotions in the United States for several artists, so we want to welcome her. We also want to welcome Ginger Irish, who's going to be doing A and R and radio promotions in Belgium. So, yay, yeah yeah! Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, Spectrum Music Group team. We're very happy to have you guys, and we got a great show for you guys today. I'm very excited about
3: today's show. I hope you are, because, I don't know, Lara Spencer this morning, I watch, you know, I watch Good Morning America every day to see my my little Lara. She didn't seem herself today. She seemed a bit under the weather, not quite as bouncy and vivacious. And I thought to myself, gee, you know, when you do a show every day, you kind of burn out. Today, I'm not totally vivacious either. There's a couple of issues that we could talk about, like George Clooney getting engaged, but who cares? <laughs> you know, I got engaged. I got married. That made me straight. Hello. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, I don't want to go there anymore because poor George. He just Just leave him guy alone. He's an actor. You know, he's not your best friend. You don't hang out with him, so don't judge him and don't worry about who he plugs or who plugs him. That's right. Wow. It ain't nobody's business, baby. Tell but him. anyway, with that little accent, I was in Harrisburg <clears throat> in a tough neighborhood. Let me tell you, really tough. were there tough. Friday. It's a ghetto. It's, it's called a black ghetto. And it's like, you know, where they shoot people in the street and they deal drugs and they're all prostitutes. And this was told to me by one of the people that had dinner with us. He's clean now. But years ago, he was a a pimp and he had about 25 girls working for him, making a fortune of money. He had $38,000 on him one night and the cops stopped him, cleaned him out and then arrested him and the cops kept the money. They do that with their drugs also. Around New Year's time, they raid these areas. They and wear get,
2: masks, don't they? Didn't they know? wear masks.
3: Yeah, they're called the jumpers because they jump out of the black cars <laughs> and they attack these poor drug addicts who have all their coke and all their, you know, days worth of money. And the cops around New Year's and Christmas time, they raid all these joints to get the coke to bring home for their parties. So I thought justice is a little crooked, don't you think? Absolutely. Um, Anyway, this fellow went to jail. He did his time. And today he's a terrific guy. Uh, Then we met, of course...
2: Lily McLeod. Lily
3: McLeod. Who we're had- in the
2: studio with Lily McLeod. Mm-hmm. We heard a bunch of songs that will be on her forthcoming mm-hmm. uh, EP, el- album, album. It will be a full album coming mm-hmm. out. It's going to be fantastic. You guys know Lily McLeod from X Factor. She had over 25 million YouTube views, which is like you know Rihanna type stuff. And uh, we're going to have some big announcements with her next week, so I can't wait to let you guys know. But Lily McLeod is a superstar, and we had a really good time.
3: Yes, and I met Lily McLeod's daughter, who was fabulous. Her na- what is her real name? Her name is Lady what? Jimmy, um, what's golden, her real name? Her
2: name's uh, L- Lady. I know uh,
3: her as Lady. Oh yeah. Uh, oh my whatever gosh. it is. Anyway, Rain, Lady Rain. Lady Rain. Where the hell did that come from? Lady. Wait, she an Indian? Lady Rain. Know. You know, summer, fall, winter, spring. Ugh, ugh. Anyway, Lady Rain is fabulous. Lily has one of the most intelligent daughters. Well, well educated. She has started a program called Start Get Start or Startup. Jimmy, what is it? Startup. Startup, it and it and it generates out of um, Harrisburg,
2: Harrisburg Pennsylvania.
3: Pennsylvania. Go into her webpage and read about it. It's interesting.
2: Well, we're ha- going to be having them come on the show eventually, so we'll be talking more about it. Well, but we just had a really good time, met a lot of cool Lily, people. With Lily,
3: because, you know, I, I mean, Lily, we, we were listening to tracks of Lily's because Jimmy and I were helping her pick out the songs that we thought were good for her album because she's cutting her album this week. And, um, you know, it was a thrill just to listen to her track. But every now and then, Lily began to sing with her own track, and then I got excited because here I am. I videotaped am. it. It's awesome. I know here I am, three feet from this gorgeous woman who can sing like an angel. So she it was like ex-
2: Whitney Houston.
3: Mm, oh, better, better than Whitney Houston. She's got a, a, a violin in her throat or a flute. She's good. It was fabulous. We had she, such a good time. Yeah, she was wonderful. Then we all went to dinner, and we went to this crazy kind of a restaurant where we had chicken and fried potatoes and everything greasy and horrible that would kill you in a minute. But, you know, every now and then you got to live a little. And Jimmy ate just chicken and French fries and I ate the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the French fries were not French. They were more like Greece. <laughs> Came from Greece. <laughs> Greece. They were Greek fries. Um, anyway, it was a fun evening. We love Lily. And, yes, next week a great big announcement about Lily. I already announced it on Facebook. Well, so We're waiting for the big formal announcement. Jimmy, wa- Jimmy wanted to do a big, you know, da boom. There you go. So if you go on Facebook, you'll read what the big prize or the big evening with Lily is.
2: Here's what we're going to do too, you guys, because we are gonna we have two songs. Our first guest, his name is Blake McIver. And before we call him, I want to play one of his songs so you can hear him. Um, we'll talk about him. You know him from all kinds of movies and TV series. He also voices all kinds of animated characters from famous movies. And now he is on the the Bravo series TV show On the Couch. And uh, right now, though, we're going to play a song called it's get- It Gets Better by Blake McIver. And then we're going to call him. And then while he's on the phone, we're going to play another song.
3: While he's on the phone?
2: Yeah, while, while we're interviewing him, we'll play another song while he's on it. You know, like we always do. But this time we get to hear this way we get to hear them both.
3: So I'm not, I'm not getting it. We're going to interview him while his music's playing? No, we're going to play a song. Don't be dumb. Gonna I'm bring not dumb. Right I'm, now. I'm, I'm, the, 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 a listen, when you sand plaster on the walls... That plaster goes in your eyes, in your ears, in your nose. I think I, I'm stoned. Yeah, but you didn't
2: stand well, it looked it like so.
3: cocaine. You know, it's <laughs> like when you You're snort. You're just
2: watching everything. So. No, but
3: people that snort cocaine. I think if you snort pe- plaster dust, it does the same thing.
2: All right. Well, here's what we're
3: gonna do.
2: Blaster we're gonna play dust. a song right now, and then when he comes on, we're gonna interview him and play another song. So that's what we're gonna do. So that way people get to hear
3: his songs. But too. I wanted to say something first. What? <laughs> that I'm so. I don't know if I said this last week, but I'm so impressed that Noel will be playing at Radio City Music Hall. Noel, yes. Noel. Why isn't it Noel? It's Noel. He pronounces it Noel or Noel? Noel. Noel, <laughs> Noel. Anyway, anyway. He will be there uh, November. No, November. June 28th. Oh God, today I should really go to bed. June 28th. Radio 28th. City Music
2: Hall with Vanilla Ice, Expose, George uh, Lamont, all kinds of awesome people. We're going to be reporting more about it because we're going to have him come and on. And we're going to be there. In the meantime, we're going to play It Gets Better by Blake McIver right now for all you guys to hear, and then we're going to call him. Yay! I
4: see a child without a friend I see a soul who thinks that Broken will's the hardest thing to make
2: Yeah, that's it's get better by Blake McIver. We're gonna call him first. I want to thank uh, Rebel. She said we look hot today. Thanks, Rebel. And we want to give a we're shout wearing out to Jimmy
3: Kim. Star shirts. That's why. And we want to give a shout favorite. out to Kim Namoli. And well, no, I'm him. gonna talk about Kim later. Don't jump the gun. Okay, we're not gonna jump the gun. All right, so
2: we're gonna call our first guest. Everybody, go ahead, Chad. Rock and roll, baby. Yeah. I captain. Queen better pick up the phone or we're gonna hit her. She knows we're calling. I'm pretty sure.
5: <laughs> Hello. So.
2: Hello. Hello, Blake. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, how's it going? It's going. Is it getting better? It's getting better here because we just played your song. Hey it's enough. getting better as a preempt to having you come on the show. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Thank you for playing it. That's awesome. <laughs> Before we get started, let me introduce you, everybody. Starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell.
3: Hey, baby. How are you?
2: Hey, how's it going?
3: Very well. You sound like you're about 14 years old.
2: <laughs> that's why you like him right? aren't you kind I don't you know got, you I got that little 14. boy voice he's got that little boy voice but he's got that young
3: hot i'm a total stud
2: look <laughs> <laughs> he totally does then we got the man behind the boards mr chad
0: murphy blake McIver, welcome to the show
2: hey chad how's
0: it going i'm good welcome brother
2: and then we got Thank a whole you. chat room full of people so give a shout out to the chat room squealing in nice, florida chat room. there you hate go chat they're all really happy boy. <laughs> <laughs> the chat room's everywhere, and there's people in it actually from like all different countries all around the world. Um, but they're all talking about how hot you are. So, so like oh, that's a that's how- a fun thing, and I like the fact that you're like a recovering child star, and now you're just like you a grown-up there. hottie. So it works. <laughs>
6: Well,
3: thank you. Now, does this hottie have a a better half?
6: Are you married? A boyfriend? <laughs>
3: are you married? Or, or are you just walking the gutters? I mean, what is it?
6: I am. I am. I am blissfully single at the moment. <laughs> oh, look at how he sounds. Now, that too, now blissfully. listen to
3: me. Now listen to me. A couple of weeks ago, we had the most gorgeous guy on our show. He is blissfully single, and I promised well, you I go. would maybe. Who is Nadia that? No, like, True love on the Jimmy Starr show. Remember the, the, yeah. the, the gorgeous guy that dances? Yeah, I forgot. What the, was his the name? singer-dancer guy. Singer-dance. He has a video out. He's fabulous. We were in Florida. He is oh. so good looking. Garrick. His name's Garrick. Garrick. I'm going to give Garrick <laughs> your number if you don't mind. No, we're going to tweet to you. I'll tweet you. No, he's Garrett. like 23 years old. He's got a body of death. He's beautiful. And a sweetie pie. I mean, we interviewed I him. I will tweet and introduce you guys. <laughs> I mean, if this happens, we're going to have a big wedding on the air. <laughs> yeah, oh I would love it. So like, let's who go needs
2: a millionaire matchmaker. I got that's you right. guys. We can. That's right. You don't need it. What? He doesn't need a, ma- a millionaire matchmaker. He
3: can just use us. What? <laughs> I'm lost. Jimmy and I got married a year and <laughs> no, a half ago. No, ma- for him, millionaire. For him, matchmaker, I know. For him, I know. <laughs> he wants a millionaire match. No,
2: he doesn't need millionaire matchmaker because he's got us.
3: Oh, I get it. <laughs> It <laughs> <You know, laughs> took a little while. Like I said, the, the guys are sanding our, our our house upstairs. And the plaster, I think, has gotten into my brain. <laughs> the plaster <laughs> dust. Anyway, Jimmy and I were married about a year. How long ago, honey? No, in October, on my birthday. Oh, that long, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a couple of years. And we believe in it. It's wonderful. You know, I've been married before, so was Jimmy, for a long, long time. We had many, many years, you know, because I'm only... 50 so <laughs> shut up to me so don't stop it chad I, they all laugh when i say 50 i don't know why you know i'm gonna turn 50 again in a couple of weeks and i love it actually they're showing they have
2: a photo of you up for wow. people to look who anybody's wow, online really? if you guys are watching itv you can
3: see photos of blake that wow. are being put
2: up there by chad good job chad i bet when you Thank walk you. around you get
3: followed <laughs> oh when I was young they used to follow me I had a priest one time followed me into a shoe store I said no I swear to God I said you have to be kidding and the priest was hitting on me I said get the f- out of here before I hit you one I said you know you're supposed to be a, a whatever and he's Checking me out. Anyway, anyway, I want to he go. He followed back you to, into a
6: shoe store. Yeah, yes, a he did
3: in New York City. A priest, a priest with a
6: foot fetish—that's
3: awkward. <laughs> no, I—I I don't know if he had a foot fetish, but I was going to put my foot up his ass in a minute, and he would have loved it because I feel if, if you're a priest, you cannot do that stuff. You know, <laughs> if you're really going to be a priest and be a priest, but don't be a priest that makes love with the altar boys <laughs> or follows, you know, young hot nineteen-year-olds into shoe stores.
2: There you go. Right.
3: So, yes, so, that's what I was when I was 19. Just as cute as you. <laughs> with black hair. They said I looked like Tony Curtis when I was young. So that was nice. I used to like that. Skype is misbehaving.
2: Yes, I hate that. When it does that, what are you going to do? But uh, Sydney, Lady Lake says she can see the Tony Curtis in you, though.
3: Oh, thank you, honey. Oh, well, when Tony got old, we, you know, I knew Tony. I interviewed Tony. I spent three days with Tony at the convention center in Palm Springs. My booth was with Jane Russell and his booth was next to me and Tony and I bonded and we did a wonderful interview and he, he was absolutely my favorite star, I mean, to talk to as a person. He was the most down-to-earth, funny guy, sweetheart. Of course, he was older in a wheelchair and not doing well.
2: Okay, I just Do, didn't, do we lose Cutie, we, Cutie oh yeah. Pie? We lost Cutie Pie. We didn't lose Chad though, so as long as people can hear us and we don't have like well, that
3: – that's what I we had last time. I, I first met Tony Curtis in a wheelchair, and I said, Tony, people think we look alike. And he said, no, we don't. I'm better looking. Oh, look, Bradley's backyard, honey. He, he was better picture. looking. All right. Okay, good. See in, in the meantime, those. Tony Curtis was a very, very funny guy. He had a wild sense of humor. And when I asked him, I said, you know, are you gay or straight? What's the deal? You wrote in your book that you do guys too. He said, Ron, I'm not gay. I'm not straight. He said, I just make love to whoever I like. And I thought, wow, wasn't that an interesting way of putting it? He just had sex because that's what he said also. He said, I love sex and I don't care with who as long as if it's a guy or a girl. And I thought that was very interesting.
2: That's hilarious.
3: Well, Tony was a doll. You know, he was supposed to come on my television show, and then he uh, got sick in London, and they flew him directly to Las Vegas to his home. Okay, I don't know what's going on with well, everything, Well, in the guys. meanwhile, we'll talk about my good friend, Stephen Namoli. Stephen Namoli is one of the top, top captains of vessels, boats. He drives yachts all over the world. And his wife, Kim, Chef Kim, who's fabulous, sails with him. Well, I think, I on, think our We're call is coming in. If he comes in, I'll continue the story later.
2: Hello, I'm back. Hey, hey, we lost you and we were freaking out and now we're happy to
6: have you back. So welcome back. Well, I thought one I'm of I'm glad
3: to
2: be back. I was like, what happened? Did they not like what
6: I said? No, <laughs> no,
3: no, no. I thought one of those priests grabbed you and took you away. Oh, my. So
2: thankfully I'm safe. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy you're safe too. <laughs> so, um, so where I when we got cut off, I just wanted to do a quick rundown for the people like listening about some of like the stuff you've done. And one of the things I just wanted to bring up, which Ron, you're not going to talk about very long, I just want you to get the comment because he was on an episode of the Nanny, and like the I'm nanny is myself. the nanny is Ron's favorite show, and no, like, Fran Drescher, he loves is my favorite Drescher. person. He, he loves Fran Drescher like love totally her. to death. So like, how oh was it God, on I the love Nanny? Yeah, she the nanny you, was right? amazing.
3: Do you I have that bitch's phone picture. number? I can't reach her anymore. <laughs> I talk to her, hus- her ex-husband all the time. He's, you know, fabulous, Peter. But I can't yeah. reach Fran. I really need a contact number for Fran. <laughs> I interviewed Renee Taylor and Joe Bologna, and Renee oh, said, I'll that. give you her number, and she never gave it to me.
2: Anyway, go back to his experience yeah, with, with do-
3: what, what did, did you do with what- Fran? What episode were you in?
6: It was amazing. I was on the first season, so they were just kind of getting their stride. And when I came on the show, I couldn't believe how cohesive it already was it was like it was one of those things where you could feel it on set you were like oh my gosh they have a hit they totally have a hit um it was great the cast was amazing um my friend madeline was on it as, as one of the daughters like it was just a cool really cool
2: show to be on
3: i love it I, i'm just like I... so what, who did you play so that our listeners can identify when they watch the reruns I played one of Fran's
6: nephews that shows up at a wedding and tries to do an impromptu audition for Mr. Sheffield. <laughs> so I was oh. like singing and dancing. I, I think in the middle I, think of the I remember that.
3: He's yes. seen all the episodes. I've seen every episode know. of A Thousand Times Each. Yes, I, I remember that. I think that's right.
2: So also in your child acting career, you were on Home Improvement, The Drew Carey Show. You were on Full House. You were on the episode of The Nanny. You were in the Little Rascals movie, which I thought was really cute. You were Waldo doing The Little Rascals. I thought that was really cute. And then as a voiceover artist, you were like in Tar- Tarzan and Hey Arnold. So like you've had quite a an extensive career you, before you, you went a, off to school. You're a working actor. Yes, I've
6: been working since I was six. I, you know, I, I I was like a little bit burned out by eighteen. I had to take a break. (laughs) And you also, you
2: also were the junior vocalist on Star Search in nineteen eighty three. Which that was like my favorite song. That was my favorite show. And like when Sam Harris won, I was so excited when he won. Like the adult. Well, I don't know what right. year that was, but I freaking love Sam Harris. He's like Sam was awesome. the
6: first winner. Yeah, he was the very first winner of, of Adult Star Search. Yeah, he was amazing. We actually got to go on tour after I won uh, a few years later, and it was really amazing.
2: He's he's so really cool. Gifted. What did you win? He won the, the kids um, version of Star Search.
3: I won. Oh, they, yeah, had, a, they had a. I don't <laughs> watch those stupid shows. They had they had a kids version of that. Well,
2: they, like <laughs> yeah, every week they had up, an on the original. Character. Back when it first started in the eighties, they had like an acting category, a comedy category, I think, a singing category, and a kid oh. singing category. And he won the si- kid
3: singing category. That's not shocking. That, yeah, that's not shocking either because you got a that's great, great voice. I mean, you know, I started in the business at twenty. That was like what twenty five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> and I I burnt out. I also burnt out and I had to leave for a while.
2: Listen to him. He doesn't know what you, he probably doesn't. Know oh, what he doesn't, look yeah. Like, so. You don't
3: know what I look like. You should Skype in and see what I look like. If you like old men, boy, am I a hottie. Oh, yeah, but you're like married. For, for a guy, for a 50 year old guy, I am yeah. sensational, I think. I hope. Let's go back so you <laughs> so also, they tell me.
2: So, you also worked as a vocalist for Michael Jackson, David Foster, with wow. I guess Natalie Cole, and Barry Manilow. I just like to brag. I'm just doing wow. all the bragging for you because I, I think it's like really
3: cool. I am impressed for a, a well, little thanks. little yes, snapper I- you got around kiddo. So then,
2: when you were eighteen, what did you do? Did you st- go off to college? I did. Um, I, I didn't really
6: go off to college. I stayed local. I, I studied at UCLA, um, but I started producing theater. That was my like, um, you know, not I'm not going to be an actor for a minute. I'm going to be a producer, and and so that was that was a fun diversion. And then I found my way back in front of the camera. <laughs>
3: yeah. Okay. Smart move. Being a producer sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it was you a lot have, of work. I learned a ton. You have to beg. You a have a to learn to beg. Being a producer is a beggar because you're always looking for money for your productions. So you go through Absolutely. life just kissing ass and begging everybody. I hate it. We're producers, <laughs> you know. We're show and tell.
2: Yeah, we have a production company and so we're, we're always like looking for
3: money for things. So, so give us a good show. We might put you in one of our movies.
2: <laughs> okay, so now... Um, besides the new album, which we're going to next, you're also on that TV show on the couch, which I have to admit I haven't seen it, but I'm following everybody on Twitter. Uh, Ron's daughter said that you're very, you guys are very, very funny on it. Uh, tell us a little bit about what is on the couch.
6: Yes, we're having a great time doing the people's couch. It's on Bravo. It's on Tuesday nights. Um, when when we first heard about the show, I'm on it with my two uh, dear friends Scott Evans and Emerson Collins, and um, we're one of like seven couches. And basically the TV, the concept of the TV show is you're watching us watch television, which I know sounds like the end of civilization, but it really (laughs) makes for a funny show. Um, (laughs) I wasn't sure how this was going to work because literally they put cameras above the TV and we watch full shows and they just film our reactions. And I thought this is going to be terrible. And then the first episode aired and I was like rolling laughing.
2: No, I think I it's actually a fabulous those, idea. Uh, I, I hear from a lot of people, not to like knock anybody, but that you guys' couch is the funniest one, is the best one, and it's the, it's very campy and a lot of fun.
6: Well, thank you. The fans have been really amazing, and I can't believe how quickly the show has taken off. And there, it's the, the interactive element of Twitter has really helped it, and it's just—it's been a blast. We we love it.
2: You know, well, it might be fun, like if we could do a show with you and your two co-hosts uh, of your couch, and maybe we'll p- bring you guys on, and, like just do like some kind of like fun version of like on the couch. Uh, uh, on the the people's couch for the Jimmy Star Show, for Jimmy. I've been on the
3: couch with you, <laughs> and yeah. you're not exactly <laughs> fun on the not couch. me,
2: yeah. But they, I I'm tweeting with his like co-hosts, uh, on, his cohorts on the show. They're all just You super just have cool. a one track mind on the couch. No, I don't. I do. That's true. I do. But oh well. <laughs> Disgusting. Anyway, we can. <laughs> you talk know, negative
3: negative humor is so in right now, which I have mixed emotions about negative humor. It seems that we all like to make fun now, as we said years ago, goofing on. That was my expression for my generation. Like, let's goof on them. That's hilarious. Um, We're starting to come around to understanding that goofing on people who are less intelligent or not as thin and pretty as we are is not exactly the way to go. Um, So I don't know your show. I can't discuss it. But the premise sounds good. It's hilarious. I mean, I could sit and watch television and wisecrack all night about the garbage I see on TV. (laughs) Have Have you ever seen Hollywood
2: Hillbillies? Like, that's a
3: funny show to goof on. Dude, no, we, we
2: should watch that. I should add that to the to our watch list. You should clip. add that because that would be a very funny one. So no, uh, put so those idiots be on those so, be,
3: those beaver jerks that uh, want to kill gay guys. Oh uh, yeah, we don't
2: want We don't want that. No, one put there,
3: them guys. on. I, I want to s- guest your show, please. If ever you watch that <laughs> beaver thing, invite me. I'll sit on oh, the sofa duck, with you. He's talking about Duck Dynasty. Duck <laughs> Dynasty. Oh, I'd love to critique those bastards. Believe me, I could go <laughs> wild.
2: <laughs> so so then, I, could, I bet I could they, rip them apart. That's right. No, you
3: know what? After they heard what I said, they'd kill themselves. They would actually commit suicide.
2: <laughs> so after, so besides, okay. So you now you're on the People's Couch on Bravo. which you guys, when is the show? When is the show air? So people can know.
6: It airs Tuesday nights at
2: ten. Okay, I'm gonna so, watch it. Tuesday so you guys, night the People's 10. Couch Tuesday nights at ten, um, and then. You, uh, your long-lost love of you were the junior vocalist on Star Search is also being a singer, which we played your single, uh, It Gets Better. And now you have a new album out called The Time Manipulator. Uh, how'd you come yes. up with the
6: name? Well, the Time Manipulator concept is, is sort of something that I've been working on for a couple of years. And um, it, it sort of has a time travel element theme to it. I'm, I'm Back to the Future obsessed. Um, so it has. It, there's a few um, thickly veiled references to that franchise in there, but um, it's really. It, it, it's in regards to my musical styles and tastes come from all different eras and, and decades and, and sounds, and so I, I kind of borrowed from each of my favorites to create this new sound for this album. Um, and so that's kind of what what it's referencing.
2: It's really, really good. I love it. Where do people go to get the time manipulator?
6: Um, people can buy it on iTunes. It's available now, uh, also on Amazon. You can stream it on Spotify. Um, so those are, those are my my top three picks. But it's pretty much available uh anywhere where you download digital
2: music i I absolutely love the picture that you used for the cover i was going to use that for the promo uh for your coming on the jimmy star show except for that it doesn't show like this like great physique that you have so that's why i didn't use it i was but uh (laughs) but it's a fabulous picture it's really really a great picture that you use so i want to give you props for that and what i i want to do is we're going to play start to believe then I have to ask a question
3: where is home to you
2: our home is los angeles
3: Oh, L.A., okay.
2: So here's what we're going to yeah. do. We're, we're going to like play Start to Believe. I'm going to let you uh, announce it for everybody, and then we're going to play it, and then we'll come back and, and uh, talk for a minute, and, and uh, then we'll let you go.
3: How's that? Meanwhile, awesome. I want to Sounds say great. that you can sing you know you have a great voice and i liked your song a lot so you're gonna hear another one now so So you're you're a multi-talent you know you're absolutely a a, a triple a triple threat there you go so go ahead and announce (laughs) it
2: for us chad are you ready
6: yes sir all right all right go ahead enjoy enjoy one of the happier tunes on the time manipulator this
7: is start to believe okay
4: Staring down that long and winding road, I felt like I could never start again. Flipping through the pages of my broken life, just remembering when. Before I was yours, I just stumbled through. Feeble lies, but now you bring me all I could ask for. Yeah. Give me all that I need, and baby, you've gathered the pieces. Maybe I'll start to believe. Ooh ooh na, Looking up that mountain top, I said, how do we begin to climb? Wishing I could speed right through all the joy, just manipulate time. But now I am yours, so I'll stop wandering through those feeble lies, because now you bring me, Sh- 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 me on. For you. give me all that I need, and baby, gather the pieces. make me will start to believe. Yeah. I guess I'll start. I guess I'll start to believe. I guess I'll start. I guess I'll start. Though my doubts close in I know that you'll be there I won't despair My dream come true Who knew? babe? it's you And though I falter I lose control Your soul pulls me through babe. it's you 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 know just just what what to do You bring me All I could ask for Give me All that I need Maybe I'll start to believe I guess I'll start 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 yeah I guess I'll start I guess I'll start I guess I'll start I guess I'll start to i guess i'll start i guess i'll start i guess i'll start i guess i'll start to believe i guess i'll start to believe yeah. there
2: you go oh, shit but what did you guys think what did you think of that song Chad? that was awesome right Oh, sweet uh, he's got a high voice, damn. He's got a high voice. Wow. I freaking like love it.
3: Are we on the air? Yeah, we're on the air. <laughs> Excuse me, everybody. <laughs> iHeartRadio, Radio, please don't get me again. Leave me be in peace. Scott,
2: I can't even see anything on I didn't know we either. were like, on I the air. We're so run.
3: screwed up today, I don't know what we're doing. Oh. It was so nice years ago, we had wires that connected. <laughs> today, with this over-the-air crap, we keep losing each other. It's terrible.
2: Here's what I, okay, I got the page now, I can see it. Hey, everybody in the chat room, I hope you liked Blake McIver. We're going to get him back on and say, uh, say some stuff. We want to welcome Twin Radio in the chat room. Twin Radio playing a bunch of Spectre Music Roost artists. They are awesome. Um, they're at Twin Radio one on Twitter. And I like that song, too. I thought it was great. There you go. So we're back,
3: everybody. How about can we call Blake back again? Let me try again. I like Blake. He's like my new friend. I want to talk to him.
2: We don't have but a minute, too, when we get back. I have we to have, finish a, we that, have another guest in two minutes. I have to
3: finish that question.
2: No, you can't do that one on the air. I'm going to ask him if he wants to do it. No. No. no, no we have two minutes. I'm I the cover.
6: And I'm back once more. <laughs>
2: and everybody <laughs> loves it. Terrible? Everybody loved the single. Uh, everybody in the, in the chat room loved it. They talked about how high your voice goes, and they want to know, how do you classify your music? How do you categorize well, it? It's a
6: cross-genre thing, so it's a little bit tricky, but it, it's kind of like pop neo-soul is what I is kind of what I've been... <laughs>
2: okay.
6: Uh, that classified as.
3: Pop neo-soul, I can take it. Okay. We'll play that song again next week so I can hear it, because I didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> some reason, we didn't hear the song. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. With that. So Wait, everybody's carrying any- on how great it is and how high your voice is. I'm <laughs> having a <laughs> Yes you do. You heard the first song. Well, the first song his voice wasn't high. He sounded black and he sounded deep. Now I find out he's a white boy <laughs> and he's got a, a color for a voice. I'd like to Do you want to answer that first that question I asked you off the air or would you rather not?
6: Oh, I don't care. I'm, I'm an open book. I'll answer yeah, anything. Yeah, okay,
3: because I know that when I go play, before Jimmy, when I went places, and people know Ron Russell from my TV show in California, when I lived out west, a lot of guys used to hit on me because I was, you know, sort of a name, whatever. But you're a far better name than I am because you've worked more. When guys hit on you, do you think it's because they want to know you or they're just so impressed with your other ego? It's tricky. I,
6: you know, I do have to be very careful if someone is, is uh, interested in actually me for me or just the idea or concept of me. So it is, it, it's a tricky thing. I, I I keep my friends very close and they're really good barometers of <laughs> if someone's good or
3: bad. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I agree with that. Because a lot of times they just like you because you've been on TV or in a movie or whatever. And now he's in the TV, he's in movies and he's,
2: and he's a superstar singer. He's no, got it all, like, a tr- quadru- yeah. and he's gorgeous, so, like, you got everything going for you, which I want to say congratulations, and I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that you didn't get all, like, messed up being a child star, you know, because so yeah. many other child stars get so messed we up. We know so many. As adults, you know, Thank they, you.
6: they don't do that. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky process, <laughs> that transition, and I totally understand why it doesn't go well for everyone.
3: Were you close with your family?
6: Very much so. Yeah. That's why.
3: That's why. The kids that, that I mean, I won't know, name names, but I have two very dear friends of mine who are very famous movie stars, legend, legend movie stars. Actually, one I could talk about, Jane Russell, because she passed away and her son hates her. And and because she was never a mother, she was Jane Russell, the movie star.
0: Right, and he was
3: bad. I mean, even when Jane died, he did terrible things. I hate that son of a bitch. But anyway, <laughs> you know, a lot of these young. What do you
2: really think, Ron?
3: <laughs> oh no, I really hate him. If I saw him, I'd spit in his eyes for what he did to his mother. Oh my! He, cre- he cremated the legend Jane Russell, and he threw her with the manure in the broccoli and asparagus fields of Santa Maria. How dare he oh, do God. that? And Jane was my very dear friend, you know, a very good buddy of mine. We hung out. And I loved her. And that's why Jane used to tell me stories about her son, Buck. I like to put an F in the front of it because that's how his name should be pronounced. I mean, even even Terry Moore. Terry Moore was on the phone with him, and he was mean and ornery to her. Everybody. He wouldn't allow any of Jane's old friends come to her funeral. Anyway, that's a story about children who don't like their... Celebrity parents. I'm just glad that you turned out okay. You're super
2: good looking. Your career is going fantastic. We want everybody to turn into the People's Couch Tuesday nights at Thank 10 you. p.m. on Bravo. Yes, I'm going to watch it. Everybody, yeah, we're definitely going to watch it now that we've had <laughs> mm-hmm. you on the show. We also want everybody to go out and buy the new album, The Time Manipulator. It's got great songs. There's some up tempo songs too. It just happens to be that I like the more mellow songs, and that's what I uh, I chose to like play for everybody. But the entire album is fabulous. Everybody, please go out and get it. Uh, Blake is super accessible and fun on Twitter, you guys. So follow him. Matt Blake McIver do you, on Twitter do you, do
3: you get and to, Instagram. Do you get to New York a lot? I do, actually, yeah. I okay, get to New York we're going to give Garrick... Your phone number. No, we're not. We're going to tweet.
2: That. We're not <laughs> going to give
3: we, Oh, We're not going we to give numbers. We, don't
2: worry. We don't give out people's phone we're numbers. We're going to
6: tweet. We're not giving out phone numbers. <laughs> oh, listen,
2: years ago, no, we gave out phone know, numbers but, for dates. I know, but it doesn't work that way anymore because like, nowadays, celebrities don't want to If he tweets their and the whole numbers.
3: world knows what he's saying on the Who tweet. Cares?
2: No. If they follow each other, they can send direct
3: messages and nobody knows. I think thing. they're going to flip out when they meet each other. and They're the same racket, so they're not after each other for stardom. <laughs> I mean, they'll they'll definitely like each other for who they. This Garrick is gorgeous, like you, and has a body of death, and he's a fabulous dancer and a singer, and he's going to be like number one one day. He, he's cool. You're he is cool. really cool. You might
2: really like each other. I will tweet you guys to meet each other. In the meantime, we <laughs> want to thank Clint Morris from October Coast and Publishing. Uh, I do want to Absolutely. talk at another time about possibly uh, uh, doing some kind of a show. Just it won't be the People's Couch because that's trademark. But we just have the three of you guys on to help promote their show and get more more viewers and stuff. I think it could be a lot of fun because then there would be five that would homos, be great five homos be on the come line on. And have fast. Five five
3: fairies on the show. I love it. <laughs> It's like fairyland. <laughs> I love it. So
2: everybody, please follow at Blake McIver. Blake, please say say goodbye to everybody in the chat room. And we want to thank you for coming on the show. And we'll talk to you soon. And Blake, you're a thank wonderful. Thank you guys so much y- for chatting. Thank you. You're a, you're a wonderful sport.
3: You're a terrific sport and a great guy. <laughs> thank you very thank much. You, so bye, much. you
6: guys have a great day. Great to you talk to you. You too, baby. You uh-huh. too. Have bye, a great Bye-bye. Nice
3: bye. right. Yay. He is so nice. See, gay people are nice people. G- yeah, gay like men him. are very gentle and very funny, and gay men are very, very um, different from straight men. Straight men have one thing on their mind. Gay men, if they're friends with a lady, they're friends with the lady for her personality, not for her. He's just super cool. P- he's just good,
2: and you guys go to his website, check him out. He is—I mean, he is stunningly good-looking. He really is, uh, and I'm so glad that he's doing well. And everybody get the album; it's really cool. Jimmy,
3: no lie, but I had a bone structure like him when I was young. The high cheekbones, the solid, the sunken cheeks with the pointy chin, same hairdo. If I had, if he had black hair, well, anyway, who cares?
2: Anyway, we want to give a shout out to some other new people in the chat room. We got uh, Ronnie Run, Kim
3: Namoli, Rebels in oh, there. JJ, let Cotrol, me finish my Jen. Kim story. Okay, finish your Kim story. Kim is the fabulous uh, chef that gets recipes from all over the world, and her husband just flew back from Cuba, where he was piloting the boat for the movie about. Um, Oh, my God. My favorite writer. (laughs) Jimmy Help.
2: Uh, Hemingway. Hemingway.
3: Ernest Hemingway. And uh, I want to hear all about that. So I'm going to get dirt on it. If it's a juicy story, then I'll have Stevie come on and tell us what Cuba is like today with Fidel Castro still crucifying people.
2: In the, um, me- in the meantime, we got to call our next guest. Because We're we'll calling leave. our next guest. So, hey, Chad, let's try Gee Man. Oh, the, the, the Skype one I gave you. Roger. And you guys can follow Robert Gee on Twitter. It's Gee Man Oh Nine. G geemano well, G-E-E-M-A-N-O-9. This will be fun. Hello? Hello, is this Robert?
7: Yes, it is.
2: <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Uh,
7: thank you, man. Good to be oh, here. Oh, look, I can
3: see you. Okay, good. Oh, good.
7: I like hey, that. Hey, so,
3: for a change.
7: Up? We're it's waving. <laughs> Yay. Hey, so, what's happening?
2: So here's what we're going to do, dude. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with our cool, outrageous man
3: about town, Mr. Ron Russell. I promise hey, I'll be great. Hey, how are you?
7: I'm good man. Nice to meet
2: you.
3: Good. You look good. You look happy. You got a nice smile.
7: Thank you. Thank you.
2: And <laughs> we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Uh, Chad Murphy.
6: Robert G, welcome to the show, sir.
7: Hey, what's up Chad Murphy? I'm, Thank you. I'm good. I'm I'm good. And then, to then we close got a- the door.
2: Okay, go ahead. Then we also we have a chat room full of uh, people. How about give a shout out to everybody in the chat room?
7: Hey, what's up chat room? I um Hope you guys are all from uh, RobertG.com and Facebook and Twitter and all the fun places I hang out because I did blast it out there. So what's up, everybody?
2: There you go. I think there are a lot of them. I know you know Lady Lake Music, Cindy Lady Lake. Uh, she's in the chat room. Ginger Iris. There's a whole ton of people in the chat room. Lots of people listening. And new listening. people, too. And new fans of yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you're going to have a bunch of new fans also.
7: Awesome. awesome. I, love, I love new fans. I love it.
2: So, so before we get started, let's talk a little bit about you. First of all, everybody, Robert Ghee. Uh, first of all, it's Ghee, right? It's G G, <laughs> G Robert G like G Come on, Okay, Robert G. Exactly. Okay, now <laughs> I got it right because I've always been sent sa- so. For like the old three months uh-huh. or four months I've known you, I've never said it right. So it's Robert G. Everybody. He's newly signed to Monarchy Records, a division of the Spectrum Music Group. He has a new single. It came out yesterday on iTunes Woo! and all websites yep, all around the world. It's called "All This Love Is for You." We're gonna play it in a little bit. Um, before that, though, let's just talk a little bit about your uh, your past and your history. I know. Um, uh, one night that one thing that Ron is going to like a lot is that you were uh, discovered by Patti Labelle in a Broadway <gasps> musical because he loves Patti Labelle. La-Belle. <laughs> I'm
3: go- I, You know, we live in Pennsylvania now, and okay. I'm going to the uh, the street there. What the hell is it called? The big street where Patti lives. I intend to ring her bell <laughs> and tell her no. Tell I'm Ron Russell from this blah blah blah, and we would love for her to be on the show because, okay. as far as I'm concerned, Patti Labelle is probably one of today's most incredible singers.
2: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And also, you're in a play in, in Philly. You're, you're from Philadelphia, right? Correct.
7: I'm from Philly, and I will be coming to Philly in June with a play.
3: Where are you in, from in Philly?
7: I grew up in Germantown in Mount Airy.
3: You're kidding. We're Bucks County. We uh, can't give where we are because, we, you know, we, we don't give our town out. <laughs> we can't. But we're, we're not far from Doylestown. Let's put it that way. Okay, cool. We're one, we're one town over. The there famous one. The famous one. <laughs> the one everybody goes anyway, to what's in the, the summer. Of, what's the name <laughs> of, What's the
2: name of the play that you're going to be doing in Pennsylvania?
3: Uh, I'm going
7: to be doing a play actually called Philly. It's a it's the name of the play is Philly the musical and it's um it has to do with uh a a tragedy that took place in Philadelphia like in 1984 regarding um the back to nature group called move m-o-v-e okay and so i will be playing the first african-american mayor of philadelphia uh, w wilson good i will be playing the lead role
2: cool everybody okay, in the so chat room st- is talking about what a great smile you
3: have i just thought yeah. i would relay and that so before we get off the Thank track you. of your play you. so when is it airing when when is it airing when are you opening <laughs> we open uh the last weekend in june and how long will you be playing for
7: um, it's, it's, we, we're, it's one off. So we're hitting different cities So we'll be doing like about five cities.
3: But in how Philly, many times will you be in Philly? How many shows?
7: I think just two. Uh, we'll be doing a weekend in Philly.
3: A weekend. Do you yeah. think you could put two uh, comp seats for Jimmy and I? Absolutely. <laughs> so we can critique it and, and talk about it. No, I got to. I, I got to put two comp seats in there. There okay. you go. Fifth, we would fifth love row it. center would be yeah. nice. <laughs> no pressure, though, right? No, no pressure. pressure. No pressure. No <laughs> pressure. No pressure at all. Uh, no, because Jimmy and I go to all of our things, and if we had to pay for everything, it's a lot of money. So all of our friends comp us. June alone. <laughs> no, Jimmy. Do you realize how much money we would have blown in June? I know. June? Well. Between Noel, Noel. At Radio City Music Hall Those tickets ain't cheap, buddy They're like 115 bucks. Hey, I'm knowing, <laughs> I know about that <laughs> Okay Then we're going to see Angie B. Angie, my sweetheart Then we're going to be with Lily McLeod Then we're going to you And we have so many other things It would be like a $1,000 a month <laughs> And there's two of us. Not, yeah, it's two of us. Not that you guys are not worth it, but it's totally worth it. A freebie is better. We're also
2: going to see uh, some other stuff like uh, that you don't know about yet. Either way. Oh, more?
3: Anyway, no pressure,
2: Robert. If you can compass, we would love to come and see and support it, and we'll and, promote uh, it on the radio and show. And we'll promote
3: it. I'll critique it and tell everybody what it's about and what your next stop is, and to definitely go see it. There you go. Sounds interesting. There you awesome. go. And it,
7: it is. It's a very. Um, it's a very intense piece, very informative, and uh, it's a piece of history. It's a, it's a piece of Philadelphia history that they will never we will never forget. But
3: it's a musical.
7: It is a musical. It's a musical, and it, it's drama, but it's music. Yeah. It's music-driven. It's
3: music yeah, music drama. Good,
2: good. We'll definitely be there. All right. So I want to keep moving though on the whole like career thing because he yep. another thing you're going to like that you think is a cool thing. He actually won amateur night at the Apollo Theater
3: once. Oh, the Apollo Theater, my God. I love that. I yeah. went The first time I went to the Apollo was to see May, Mom, Mom's Maybelline. What, what was her name? Wow. Mom's
7: Maybelline. Yeah.
3: Mom's Maybelline. I almost died. My sides huh. were going to burst. This old yeah. black lady comes out with no teeth, dressed like hell, with a dirty mouth, and had humor like you cannot believe. Yeah, she was, she was a legendary comedian. Uh-huh. I used to go to the Apollo a lot. You know, we used to see the, well, I shouldn't say because my age then. You You'll know how old I am. But I went, I saw a lot of the uh, black rock and roll performers performing at the Apollo Theater. Yeah, it's a definitely. When they were a- not allowed to appear anywhere else. That was right. They ha- they, were, they were black. They had to do it there. So all the white kids used to go up to 126th Street, Harlem. And we go into the Apollo and for the rock and roll shows. Fabulous shows. I love them. Yeah, so, absolutely. Now, so we,
7: had, I- we had the uptown in Philly. That's what we had. We had the uptown.
3: I don't know about that. I'm a New Yorker.
7: Yeah, the Uptown was, was, our, it was our Apollo. It was in North Philly on Broad Street.
3: Okay,
2: cool. Is well, it I, still there? It is. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have to look up that. We all want to look yeah, that well, up that. Oh, I know if you is.
3: play the Apollo today in New York City, you get to be on page six. And that's something that never was before. And I'm so happy it is now. The awesome. Apollo Theater is recognized as probably now one of the best uh, theaters to break in a new act or to go see fabulous talent. That's right. When, when are you going to play the Apollo? He already uh, won it once. Was,
7: <laughs> Listen, Well, I'm going to play the Apollo with my new music as soon as we get this this number one on the charts.
3: Okay, there we go. Two, two more seats. <laughs>
2: <laughs> got so it. also though, I want to go back because we were talking about you're going to be in a mu- you're in a musical now that's going to be touring. Some you're coming to Philly, but you're actually a classically trained actor and you've had like. Big roles in a whole bunch of plays: Dreamgirls, The Wiz, Ain't Misbehavin', Pippin, Jesus Christ Superstar. So, so like actually, like uh, musical musical theater is
3: like a big part of your background.
7: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I love musical theater. It's one of the, my favorite things to do in the world. I love musical theater. Love it, and love it. And what
3: great titles to have under your belt, my absolutely. God. those are like the titles to be in. I
2: yeah. have to tell you, like, we put the press release out that you're coming on the show, and yeah. uh, and your press release got a lot, I mean, a lot of hits. Like, like, I, I have a press release for people who have, like, been Academy Award nominees and stuff that didn't get as many hits as you. So, like, I was uh, actually, I was very, like, impressed about it. I was like, oh, my God. My God, look at Robert, boy. He's got like everybody following this stuff. So
3: I was super impressed with how well. I'm also taken by a lot of the work that you've done in the places you've been. Uh, You're a pretty uh, nifty guy. And and you're not old you're young yet and I can imagine what it'll be like 20 years from now when, the you, mature, when you mature into what we call the, the, the blossom flower yes. <laughs> no ah, look ah, when ah. I was 19 I made a couple of movies I couldn't get arrested now I'm 150 years old I just finished the film it's coming out and I have three more ahead of me so yeah. you know yeah. What you don't have when you're young, you get in the middle.
2: Actually, too, right. like uh, going to back, because I want to go back because I can tie some of this stuff in. His, he made his television screen debut in The Little Richard Story, which is a movie about Little mm-hmm. Richard. I know. I recognize and, him uh, from that. I was going to ask him that. And, and the guy who played Little Richard in it just signed to Spectrum Music Group last week. I love uh, that Leon, And so they have a, like a, a three degrees of separation mm-hmm. through yeah, that.
3: Now they were both in the movie yeah, and now they're both on Spectrum Music Group. Yeah, I recognized him because I love that movie. I've watched it a few times. Times, and I thought so. I was yeah. going to say the uh, the what's the name? Uh, I thought the other movie, with the Tina Timothy? Turner movie. Oh, okay. I thought he was in that, but it wasn't. It was the other.
2: Okay. See, let
3: Ron. Ron's not good with names, so I No, can't. I'm old. <laughs> But everybody that knows me, they said at 19 you were dizzy. You never knew anybody's name. Everybody was honey, sweetheart, or babe. Right, also, right.
2: though, then uh, mm-hmm. we got a few more bragging rights here. So then you also sang background for some really cool people. Uh, from what I understand, uh, from reading about you, like one of your first uh, singing jobs came from Luther Vandross, wow. who like is one of like the biggest you know R and B soul singers of all time. What a voice! You also did stuff uh, with Atlantic Star, Tina Marie, BB Wynans, Tevin Campbell. I love Tevin Campbell. He kind of disappeared. I don't know what happened to him. But back in the day, he was hot. Yeah, and, he's still uh, hot.
7: Actually. Tevin, I I worked with him um, probably about two years ago. I worked with him, and he's still hot. He's he's doing very well. He did. He's also was doing some theater on the West End in London. Um, he's doing a lot of stuff like theater wise. So, Tevin is doing well.
3: There you um, go. Tell me what you had to do with Patty.
7: Um. Well, how Patty Labelle heard... My claim to her discovering me is when she was doing the Broadway revival of Your Arms Too Short to Box with God. Right. They came through Philly for like a thirty-day stint, and one of those nights, my friends and I and family members went to see the show. And during her um, during her encore uh, called "I Love You So Much, Jesus," she came down into the audience and literally came right to me, pulled me into the audience, and handed me the microphone. And that's, and then the rest was kind of history. The Philadelphia Tribune was actually in the house that night. They wrote about it and said that we, I, I can quote them, they said, um, uh, we further delighted a standing room only house eight minutes. They said, <laughs> we sang so you, for eight minutes.
3: You did that cold.
7: Cold, yeah.
3: Totally cold. Yeah, and, she and you were so fabulous him. that she picked the right one without knowing it.
7: Without even knowing it. I didn't know her from Adam. I didn't know she, her at all. I'm just a fan.
3: Is she fabulous in person?
7: Man, she's incredible. She's a wonderful, wonderful spirit. She's kind,
3: nice, sweet. Yeah. Funny. There was a rumor going around that she beat up Aretha Franklin. Did you hear that rumor? Yeah, that man. Patty LaBelle I- punched her in the face and knocked her out. Yeah. Not true. Man.
7: Not true at all. You know, it's just so crazy. And then Aretha Franklin like re- responded to that and said, "You know what, man? This is these guys need something to do." <laughs> I
3: mean, you know, Patty's very skinny now. If she ever hit Aretha, Aretha wouldn't feel it. Aretha needs a, a Mack truck to hit her to knock her down. <laughs> but do you know who BNGB is?
7: I do actually. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I well, do. she's my she's my sweetheart. She's my my my. If I was straight, my girlfriend because okay. she's so beautiful. And she, as a little girl. Sat on Patty's lap and Patty uh, said, What do you want to do when you grow up? She said, I want to sing like Patty LaBelle. And Patty thought that was sweet. Well, years and years later, B Angie was singing and Patty was there and she said, Girl, you sound like me. No, she showed up in the dressing room. With oh, she flowers. showed up in, right. She showed up in the dressing room with flowers and said, Girlfriend, you do sound like me. Also, Lily McLeod when we're talking to her she said that when she was a little girl she sat on patty's lap so patty is so responsible for finding so much great talent diana meter i i am crazy about her voice i, I she's my favorite
2: there yeah, you go just, love her
3: to death
7: she's a big encourager of young talent a big encourager. yes she
3: is we should tell people, too, you
2: guys, if you want to follow Robert, since he's big into social media, on yeah, Twitter, man. He's, at, he's at Gman09, so G-E-E-M-A-N-O-9 on Twitter, and he's got a great website, very easy to uh, access with a lot of good information, and you just go to www.robertg.com, so it's robertge com. Any yes. movies coming up?
7: Um, I'm just getting ready for my video, you know? I got this single that's going to – I know this single is going to blow up. So the next thing will be shooting a video for that. And then, you know, just going to work, man. I'm looking forward to hitting the road. I'm a performer, so I love the road. I love performing. I love to share my music with the crowd. I want to take the music to the people because that's, they're the reason I make my music, you know? So you're
3: not, you're not thrilled about film?
7: I love
2: film. I'd
3: love well, do. the Last film, but yeah.
2: he has a single that just came out. Yesterday. No, no, I know that,
3: but I'm just trying to find out if he, if he prefers acting or singing with live performances rather than the boring. You know, we know how boring shooting a movie is. My God, it's the most boring thing in the world.
7: Well, singing will always be my first love. Like that, that was the first. My first passion was singing.
3: And it's exciting because it's live. So, yeah, so let's so, let's talk about the single a little bit. You got a yeah, new single. When can we hear
2: it? We're gonna play it now. Oh, we're we gonna gotta, hear it now. Yeah, we're gonna oh, have good, it. in a minute, good, in a minute, good. in a minute. Good. Let's talk about the single. So, the single is called "All This Love Is for You." Tell us a little bit about the song.
7: So, "All This Love Is for You," um, a song that I co-wrote, and it was produced by uh, an amazing producer here in Los Angeles, Grant Nicholas. What's up, G Nick? G. Nick Productions here in Los Angeles so he and I collaborated and we came up with this amazing single um, and the entire CD the, the Robert G. the EP that will be dropping uh, in the August September uh, area um, G uh, Grant Nicholas and I co-wrote and produced the whole CD and co-produced the whole CD but the single man All This Love Is For You is one of my favorite songs I knew when I wrote it it would be the lead in track, I knew it The lead-out track, I knew
3: it. It sounds almost like the other title, All This Love Is Waiting For You by DeBosh. All Uh, This Love Is Waiting For You.
7: Yeah. Love that song.
3: It's not not the same, nothing to do with it.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine is All This Love
3: Is For You. It's for you.
2: So, Chad, we we got that lined up?
0: I do. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it, though.
3: (laughs)
2: Oh, no, I want to hear it. Don't do that
3: blackout crap again. (laughs) Nothing we can do about it. Let's find out.
0: So, Robert, how about his...
2: Chad, uh,
3: make it... No, shut up, Jimmy, for Robert, go ahead and... uh, It drives me crazy. Go ahead and... uh, Try being married to this guy. um, Hey,
2: Robert, (laughs) you go ahead and introduce (laughs) the song to everybody, and then we're going to play
3: it. We'll come back and talk. I like him. I want to hear his song. Chad, please play it.
2: So, my
7: song is... The song that we're about to drop is called All This Love Is For You from the forthcoming Robert G., the EP... On Spectrum Music's Monarchy Records, drop that song, man. <laughs>
3: oh, okay, we'll hear it.
7: Here you go. Oh, baby.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All this love, love is for you.
7: You know, to the show feels I just can't deny. Oh, baby, I've been watching you for a while, and I really like your style, baby. But before I break it down,
2: I keep messing that up, Robert. I'm sorry. Just G Everybody RG in the wish. chat room freaking, like, love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And now you're in the chat room, too. You're your uh, guest, Gabe, who's now Robert G. There you go. Uh, everybody in the chat room freaking, like, loved it, dude. Congratulations. I'm going to have to play it for Ron later. Sorry, Ron.
3: Because we didn't get a chance to hear it. We, I don't know what's going on today. And I wanted to hear it because you're a nice guy and I like you and I I imagine your music is as nice as you are. Absolutely, I find that people that are nasty bitches, their music is nasty. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't. No, seriously, don't you notice some singers over the last thirty years, the ones that sang with love and and like Barbara Streisand? Barbara Streisand's a bitch, but she sounds good. She sounds sweet. Yeah. So, so I guess that's not true
2: that's right that's not always true so 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 the new so the new single is is out everybody can go uh, iTunes and get it you can go to Amazon Spotify basically every digital download site and it's across the world everybody so whatever yeah. country you're in you can get it on iTunes in your country uh, his name is Robert G and it's GEE. And the name of the song is All This Love Is For You. You also have your first album that's out. Like, What, what was the name of your first album?
7: My first album that's uh, still available is called All My
2: Love. You do a lot of love.
7: Yeah, you know what, man? Let me tell you something. I, I, That is my mission, brother. That is my mission. I'm going to bring love back to the forefront.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody in the chat room says you should cut your hair, and then somebody else says, no, it's like ad- asking Marge Simpson to cut her hair.
3: <laughs> yeah. I love your
2: hair. I think your hair is
3: dope, dude. The, the, the fro is coming back. Lily McLeod wears the fro. Never left.
2: Yeah, never left. Right, well, how about yeah. that? Well, just, it, just for a while. Dude, <laughs> like, I think it totally like goes. When everybody sees your professional, like you're like, this is me, <laughs> pictures and stuff, in the suits and on the couch and stuff, you look like a superstar. Your website makes you look like a superstar. Your music sounds like you're a superstar, <laughs> so it's yeah, all man. going, dude. You know what?
7: Listen, I'm just coming in from the gym, so you know I'm looking a little scruffy. But it's
3: all good. <laughs> Scruff, scruffy is in. Yeah. No, it is. What they call? What, what was the expression they use? I forgot. Um, there's a word for it. When people are sexy, when they when they're not showered and clean, they're all. Um, there's I a word know. for it. I don't know what that word is. I'm not doing well on this show today. Today's probably <laughs> one of my worst shows. You know, we have the house under construction right now. I knocked out a wall that I didn't want, and they're sanding the plaster. It's all over. I'm so like preoccupied with that. Get get your mind on this. Well, we all the men are upstairs sitting while the show is on and we're paying them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So check it out. We can't
3: have have the machinery making noise.
7: Let me let me give a shout out to all of my Facebookies that are listening, all of my Twitter fam that's listening, Instagram people that are listening, to my family in Philly. If you're checking me out, I love you too. Mike, um, the class of '81, Martin Luther King. If you ch- if you if you're logged in, I love you guys. Thank you for the support, all my friends in Philadelphia. I, I, I have so much love in Philly.
2: Let us know what's your what's your Instagram again. Is it also G, G- Man '09? No, it's G Man '411. G Man '411 for Instagram, you guys. G Man '411
7: for Instagram.
2: There you go. So follow G-Man411 on Instagram, you guys. It's at G-Man09 on Twitter. His website is www.robertg.com. G- and uh, you definitely want to go and get the new single, All This Love Is For You. Go to iTunes in whatever country you're at and get it.
3: And um, a bee. A bee. That's okay. <laughs> they have the door open upstairs to let <laughs> the dust out. Don't and hurt a fr- it. A freaking B came in. I'm going to hurt it. It's Don't hurt us. it. We're not going to hurt it. Don't what if worry it stabs us? It. So, everybody, okay. listen
2: up. Everybody, get it. We want to thank everybody for tuning in for Robert. Yeah, uh, Robert. Yeah, Robert. Oh, we're working on getting that single out there. It's going to be a huge hit. We know it. Thank you so much for coming on the Jimmy Starr Show. And we're going to keep you posted and let us know about
3: Philly. We'd love to come see the show. And then we'll see you. And then we'll come backstage afterwards to congratulate you. How do you like them apples?
7: <laughs> awesome, guys. Stop, listen, yeah. thanks for having me.
3: Thanks. Maybe I'll bring Patty LaBelle with me if I <laughs> ring her doorbell next week.
7: <laughs> That's awesome, man! Thanks a lot for the love. Great to be here. You're shout, a great out guy. To, shout out to the, my Spectrum Monarchy family. Glad to be here. Glad to be a part. Shout out to Lady Flavor, who actually brought me to the company. So absolutely. Adina, oh, I forgot Susan, about that.
2: Yeah, Lady Flavor, what's up?
7: Shout out to Lady Flavor, Susan Kashi, for being uh, on her. She was on it. She was very much on it. So. She's been on my team since the first CD in 2008. She has been my my uh, advocate. So, I, Susan, big shout-outs to you. To my friends in London, to my friends in London that are listening, to my friends in Japan, I love you. Thank you so much for the support.
2: There you go. Loving it all, Robert. Thanks so much. Good luck on uh, all your uh, rehearsals for the new show. We'll see yeah, you man. in Philly. Thank you. Nice I
3: meeting you. Him. You're a nice, nice guy. You.
7: Thank you, guys. I know. Bye. Bye. Tamer, bye. Talk to you soon.
3: See you. Alrighty. That bee is going to go in front of the camera. Look. It's, okay. <laughs> Tamer, it's okay. That's a good segue into bees are in our life all the time. This is true. Not only are they in our studio, but okay. they're in our bellies because we love what the hell is his name? Bradley's backyard honey. <laughs> Chad, man, he can't remember a freaking thing today. I'm telling you, I'm I'm so preoccupied with what's the explosion in this house. Bradley's backyard honey is absolutely the best honey that you can get anywhere. It's a hundred percent natural. It comes from Florida bees. And you know, Florida bees love sunshine, which makes their honey sweeter. Honey is a wonderful antioxidant, and it also is it antiseptive? If you put it on a cut or a saw, you will heal. Honey ingested can only make you feel good, take care of your tummy, your colon, your uh, everything. There so, you
2: go. So you can get Bradley's Backyard Honey. Follow him on Twitter at Backyard Honey PB. The Facebook page is Bradley's Backyard Honey. And you can get and follow at Amici Market PB and at Polar Bakery. That's where you can get it in Palm Beach County. You can also get it at John G's and in the O Spa. At the former Rich Carlton on South
3: on, on Manalapand. It's in all the right places. And I do not have a script when I do these commercials. They were going to give me one. And I said no. Because a script is phony. It's like, how do you do? It's wonderful. Bye. Da, da, da. I don't want to do that. I want to talk to you people because I feel like everybody out there is my friend. And this is how I talk with my friends. Like, get the honey. It's good. It's not a lot of money. And you could do a lot of stuff with it. Like I said, I make this wonderful hors d'oeuvre. A Ritz cracker with chopped up garlic, fine, and honey. Put it on a Ritz cracker. Out of this world, and it's a gorgeous antioxidant there if you, you have go. the flu. Also, then you guys, uh, uh, some other like commercials for the
2: show, real quick. Uh, turn into the Irish Ginger Show Fridays at five p.m. Eastern time on W4CY.com. She always has great guests. Uh, it's the Irish Ginger Show, W4CY.com. Fridays at five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. want to thank all the uh, syndicates for the Jimmy Star Show. Uh, our home studio station, W4CY Radio, with the greatest engineer ever. Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello. Yay! Yeah! Monster, Monster FM Radio in New York, where we play on Sunday nights. WROM Radio in Detroit, which plays us on Saturday nights. Planet Radio Network that airs in New York, Los Angeles, Ontario, and London. Uh, they play us on Friday nights. WBAD.net in Washington, D.C. Bad Radio is... a. Uh, Thursday afternoons, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City on Thursday nights, and the 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska, anytime you go to their site. You can also hear the Jimmy Star Show on
3: Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, the only way to go is iHeart. We love you, iHeart. Forgive me for some of the words I drop sometimes. But iHeart is really like the uh, Rolls Royce of radio.
2: That's right. And now what we're gonna do, you guys, because like I don't know if uh, I don't know if uh, John Schneider will call on time, or we're gonna have to call him. But I thought Chad, what we could do um, is you could play the video for the, because I don't want to play the video with him on the line. Right. He's got a new horror comedy, you guys. Almost everybody in the movie, many and many of the stars of the movie have all been on the Jimmy Star Show. The name of the film is Smothered. It's a comedy. It looks like it's going to be very uh, uh, fun and funny, and I thought we'd play it for everybody so that way well, when we're talking about the film, everybody kind of has a little bit of idea of what it looks like. How's that, Chad? Sounds good. Here you go. All right. From director John Schneider
1: comes a gruesome comic.
3: Morning a morgue on a dead end street. Yes. I wasn't
1: part of yes. The Starring the most feared horror legends in the history of film: Bill Mosley, R.A. Mahiloff, Malcolm Dena, Don Shanks, and Kane Hodder. <laughs> What starts out as easy money turns into The Weekend From Hell.
0: I'm talking to the dog, Teddy. Today is Friday the 13th. We are the biggest stars and the biggest horror films in the history of horror films, and we can't give our pictures away. It's a shit day, R.A. If Friday the 13th is shit, then Saturday the 14th will be even shittier. And you guys are thumbing your nose at a grand apiece to haunt some shitty trailer park for the weekend?
6: This here's my daughter, Dee Dee. I've seen all y'all's movies.
5: I like them a lot.
3: Your name's really Dee Dee?
5: That's right.
3: How do you spell that?
5: It's simple. Two D's.
4: It's a trailer
6: park of fun. <laughs> it's an RV park. Trailer parks are for friends. You promise we'll get out of here first thing in the morning?
1: Yeah. If we survive the night. (laughs) Fish
4: much? Well, I used to fish with my dad. That's a lie. I've never fished. Father!
5: A suffocating love
1: that you get you hell for you. you. You get the hell out of
2: here. Fame has its price was in the film uh little richard that, uh, that robert gee was also in but he actually right. played little richard you guys would know him from his television uh and movie appearances and stuff he was in the little richard movie he also played the lead singer of the temptations in the temptations movie he was in cool runnings he was in cliffhanger above the rim get richard die trying he was in that tv show oz he was in that movie baps with halle berry um, he was in the, the horror movie Bats, where we had a bunch of the people from that show on. He was the saint in the Madonna Like a Prayer video, and he was in Waiting to Exhale with Whitney Houston. So he's got a huge, huge uh, resume of film work, and he's also got uh, a new single. And his new single is called Love is a Beautiful Thing, and um, it's a really, really great song. It's a great message. I think what we'll do is uh, play it for everybody. And if John calls in, Chad, yes, sir. you can you can talk to him, right?
0: No, I can patch him into you, and you can talk to him.
2: Okay. Okay. I just don't want to like lose him or anything if he calls in. In the meantime, let's play the song and you let us know when it's over, Chad. All right. Here we go. All right, everybody. This is Love is a Beautiful Thing by
5: Leon and the Peoples. Complicate is the only way now. Communicate no one seems to know how. Learn to hate. the mistakes that we make let them break try to take us all down somebody told me somebody share the word somebody told the word
2: Love is a Beautiful Thing by Leon and the Peoples. What would you think of that, Chad? Everybody in the chat room seems to love it.
0: That was a smooth jam.
2: Yeah, it's cool. And it's just cool to have a – like he's been doing all kinds of TV TV promos on like ABC and NBC and all these different TV stations and stuff for it. Um, And the fact that he has – I think he has four movies getting ready to come out. So it's a really cool thing. And he's playing New York City AIDS Walk. Uh, concert in Central Park next weekend.
3: Damn busy. Oh, wow. I'd like to go to that. We are going. Oh, we are going? <laughs> I,
2: think we're, I think we're going. We can't ask him for tickets, but we're going.
3: No, but look, usually I went to the Donna Ross concert in Central Park. There were a couple of thousand people. I'm not lying. It took a few hours to get into the park, let alone leaving the park. It was a joke. We went uh with, with my kids and myself and friends. We put a picnic black Blanket down. We had champagne and pate out of a straw basket. We were really putting on the dog. And, of course, it started to rain, and Diane didn't stop singing. Diana, she kept singing in the rain. It was quite a concert. But, Jimmy, if you don't have VIP, you can't go. You'll be all the way back near the monument, up near the castle, instead of down where you should be. If you know Central Park, it's quite a distance from the podium or the stage to the castle.
2: Okay, well. So
3: if I were you, baby cakes, I would see what you can do.
2: No, we're gonna get we're gonna get passes, but we just can't ask him because, like, it's like when if you have Madonna on the show, Madonna doesn't get you the passes or a- no. I know
3: generation. that, but He's I would saying. ask Madonna anyway if she was know, on the show. We're not gonna ask him though. You no, know, I don't care. I know. We're not. I mean, people I, ask I, I'm me. I'd actually
2: send in a text message to see if I can get him to call. People
3: ask me for things when they meet me. They don't care. They seem to think you know I'm their best friend, and they ask me questions and. Ask for things that are are very personal that only a dear friend would do.
2: Oh, well. You know. That's not how it works with this one. (laughs)
3: You you, you know him? Leon? Well, not Leon.
2: Who?
3: Leon's going to be in Central Park.
2: Yeah, well, he's coming on the show next week. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about John Schneider. No, I don't know him, but I have his phone number, so I just texted him to see if I could get him to call.
3: I hope he's okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I hope he's okay, too. Either way, you guys know John Schneider. He's been in a tons of cool things. We played the thing for Smothered while we're waiting for him to call. And uh, the fact that... Wait, I think uh, I might
0: have John Schneider on the line. John, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, right.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: How was that being in the Dukes of Hazzard, John?
0: <laughs> well, you know, Boss Hog is a buddy of mine. And... Uh, It's too bad he was such a mean guy on the show.
2: That's Dean. (laughs) 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 At first I thought that was Chad, but that's Dean.
0: (laughs) I guess it is. There it is.
2: Hey, Dean K. Piper, owner of W4CY Radio. What's up, Dean?
0: Hey, what's going on? Hey, winter's over. Take the beard off. No, I like the beard. Ron likes it, too. I was just saying because I thought you were living up He says up it's there. soft
2: and it feels good. <laughs> oh, my. What, 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 what?
0: Yeah, that's TMI for me. Uh, I was,
3: TMI for me, too, Gene.
0: I, I was just thinking that, you know, you were doing the up north thing because that's what we do up north is. You...
3: I'm keeping it short,
2: though. It's, like, not real long.
0: I think you should uh, get one of those. Uh, what's his name? Uh, one of those uh, idiots. Uh, the duck people. I think you should get your beard like that. Yeah, right. (laughs)
2: Not at all. Hey, Dean, give a shout out to everybody in the chat room.
0: Hey, chat room. You are listening to the best show on the planet with the incredible, incredible celebrity fashion designer, Jimmy Starr. Oh, and Ron Russell. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting, Dean. I-, I knew
3: that was coming. I knew that was coming. Ready, and for, for our radio listeners, Dean and I are from New York, and there's such a thing up in New York as called ranking. And if you know the expression ranking, is when two best friends who love each other rank on each other. Now they've changed it to dishing. But in our day, it dissing,
2: was... Dishing,
3: dissing. Was dis, no, dishing, D-I-S-H-I-N-G. Now
2: that's a gay... It's only gay... Gay dishing. people
3: say dishing. Yeah, but so people when, say when Dean and I say those <laughs> things about each other, it's not out of dislike. In England, it's, it's actually,
2: called the uptown top ranking.
3: Right. It's actually complimenting the friendship. So when I say those awful things about Dean on the air and everybody laughs, they're not mean.
0: They're fun things. Yeah, yeah I laugh too.
3: Well, a lot of them, Jimmy, I mean, Dean, I have to really say it's funny. Sometimes I even, you know, astound myself at my humor.
0: Well, it's, it's the only time you're really funny.
3: <laughs> when I, when you're I, ranking when on I rank ones. on you, you son of a, mm, son of a iHeart. <coughs> hey, so know what's going on? You got a little baby on your way, on its way, or it came already? I well, saw we pictures. had one
0: come and one is on its way.
3: Right, I saw pictures of the kid inside the belly doing the tango.
0: Uh, yep yep and now uh it is here giving her mother a living hell it, it, it's great being a grandparent i mean the baby's born already well yeah well leah had her baby and then no, Je- was, jessica is having a baby so i
3: saw one on facebook oh that the was Je- t- yeah,
0: yeah that was jessica leah just had a baby like uh, a few weeks ago
3: so how many grand, great, or whatever, how many kids you got?
0: In October, I will have six grandchildren. I have four kids. six wow. Six grandchildren in October. And uh, I think they can take a break for a little while after that.
3: Yeah, I think so, too. You have a baseball team almost. How many people on the baseball team?
0: Nine, well, nine play on the field. But. Yeah, nine. Okay, so so
3: six and four is plus him makes 11.
0: <laughs> there you go. We we got, He's got the 11. relief. He's got enough for a team. We got the relief pitcher uh in there too.
2: And and uh, you want to tell everybody why you're on the air like when is your show
0: airing and, and uh, when can they tune into the Pipe Man show? Well, I'm glad you asked that because we just structured things last night now that I'm back in Florida. We I am actually revamping the Adventures of Pipe Man. We have somebody that's from Terrestrial Radio that is going to uh be taking me to the levels of the Howard Stern levels from all of her connections and uh, 20-plus years of experience on uh, the biggest radio stations in South Florida. And we are going to be moving the show to 11 a.m., seven days a week, Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, and then replaying it at 11 p.m. and 8 p.m. respectively, on both uh W4CY radio and K4HD Hollywood Talk radio simultaneously. That's Very awesome. good.
2: And when now, is that going to start?
0: It's starting next week. We're actually going to launch the new format new uh time with uh the founder former uh gut- uh former founder and lead guitarist of Anthrax who last week uh as you announced on your show uh did the world premiere of his newest song coming out, uh, before it's VH One and MTV, and he's doing a remake of one of the Anthrax songs called I Am the Law, which is about Judge Dredd, and that song is also going to be world premiered this coming Tuesday at eleven A. M. on the Adventures of Pipe Man before VH one and MTV get their hands on it. Cool. Jimmy
3: Jimmy just killed a bee. On his, with his shirt. Look at that. You killed that. could have made interesting interesting for you, Tony. Ron. So are you going to do like Howard Stern now and say, show me your tits?
0: Oh, I've already done that. You didn't know that, Ron?
3: No, yeah. I didn't know you were doing show me your tits. When uh, when did you do oh, that? Oh,
0: we had, we had some, I, you know, when we were in the studio next door and we were right above back streets, I grabbed some junk, drunk girl from down there and brought her into the studio and had her take off her clothes. You're kidding. I kid you not. Ask Chad. <laughs> It, it happened what, what, this is true what, what was your attendance on that show oh it was pretty high <laughs> record breaking but i was kind of i wasn't really concentrating on the show it's very difficult under those circumstances you're trying was to she get, pretty? he was trying to get her to take everything well off. she's a butterface she's a what butterface nice body butterface What's, oh, Everything's oh, but good, her but face. her face.
3: <laughs> nice body, but her face.
0: Actually, she <laughs> does do nude modeling. I I know her. Actually, I'm friendly with her, and she does nude modeling. And she was really drunk. And I'm like, hey, I knew she, I knew she would have no problem doing. It, so I'm like, hey, come up on my show. And when she got in here, I'm like, take off your clothes.
3: But you weren't skyped, were you?
0: No, 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 no. We oh, didn't. Oh, so ha- people
3: people had to imagine it.
0: Yeah, that's the only way to do radio. Come on, you know when Howard Stern. Uh, had his show on TV, it, it bombed after the first season because his, his type of show, you need that imagination. Right. And especially for people like you, because if you're looking at naked women on my show, you might get disgusted.
3: I was married for 16 years to a most beautiful woman. She looked like Elkie Somers or Verna Lisi. So I am not disgusted by beautiful women. By no means. I'm in love with BNGB. She's the most beautiful black woman I've ever seen in my life. And if I were straight and rich and, and younger, I would have gone after her because she likes white men.
0: That's a lot of ifs. <laughs> I know. What
3: What it shows is there's hope.
0: What it, you know, whether there's a will, there's a way. When are we going to celebrate be. your 101st birthday, Ron? I think it's next week.
3: No, it's not my 101st. Actually, actually, if you guys want to
2: see what 50. BNGB looks like, you can follow her on Twitter at <clears throat> B, the letter B, and then A-N-G-I-E-B, another letter B, and the number four, and then R-E-A-L. So BNGB for real, follow her on Twitter. Um, she's she's a, so beautiful. She's awesome, and she's going to blow Gorgeous everybody woman. away with her music.
3: She's one of the most beautiful black women I've ever seen in my life. She's quite beautiful and charming and sweet and gracious and talented. And her new song that she's got out is Where's the Love? My God, is that song great. Isn't that the chick from The Voice? No. No, that's Lily. That's Lily McLeod. That's That's another knockout. But Angie I met first. And Angie I was just so taken by because talent, beauty, sweetness, sophistication. I mean, she lives in a magnificent 5,000-square-foot house in um, Georgia. J- j- yes, and she's just got class, and she's just wonderful. Dean, what kind of stuff are you going to do on your show?
0: Is it going to be Howard Sternish? Is it going to be just well, like the
2: Pipe Man Show has been, or are you, are you changing like what you're going to talk about, or what's going on with it?
0: Well, the Pipe Man Show has been, basically, people have said, where Howard Stern meets Tony Robbins, and that's not going to change. There has been a lot of Howard Stern stuff on it. But I'm going to be, uh, and we're going to be doing this way a lot of the shows on the station, uh, where we're going to be structuring it more like terrestrial radio. Uh, We're actually going to be opening some music stations very soon, too, and we're planning a huge music festival that's never been done before with some of the biggest bands out there. Uh, But, uh, yeah, it's going to be – I'm going to have a whole slew of co-hosts. They're going to be more like guest co-hosts, like I'm going to have my normal co-host and then a a a once-a-week co host And uh, we're going to do different segments, and we're going to segment the show more into smaller little segments with breaks and stuff. And and especially uh, for putting up on iHeartRadio, because I'm actually going to take my show and chop it up and put little bits and pieces on iHeartRadio. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to have a lot of cool stuff going on. and. We're going to take old shows that I used to do before the Adventures of Pipe Man and make them segments of the show. Uh, so we're going to do different segments. Like I had a Power of You radio show, which was about motivation, empowerment. I had a relationship co- a show called The Power of We. That We're going to have a segment on that. Uh, we had the show, and I think you were a guest on one time. Monopoly Zero, there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're bringing that back. We're going to do a segment of that. We're going to do. We had the power of music, which is going to be a segment. We're going to do news, weather, traffic. We're going to uh, be doing uh, music trivia type of stuff, and uh, just all kinds of cool segments. And uh, eventually, what we're going to do is uh, once I the Pipe Man has some freed up time uh we have some great great ideas for these music stations i'm going to do and i'm going to go to like a three four hour show just like howard stern and all the rest of them do Do
3: you know Uh, howard stern used to go to lopatoma restaurant in in mineola where uh my ex-deceased partner had an interest and i met howard stern a few times he used to come into the kitchen and he's very quiet very polite Very nice. Nothing like he is on the radio.
0: I tell people that all the time. I mean, in real life, he's totally a charming man. Because on the radio, you're playing a role. That's why actors make the best radio show hosts. People Mm -hmm. think it's like musicians and singers. They're they're (laughs) actually not the best radio show hosts. Actors are, and because you're playing a role, it's just like the pipe man. The pipe man's not Dean, and. Nobody should even mention my my real name on the show because Dean rarely ever appears.
3: Right. No, I agree with that. I mean, my character changes on the radio show as in person. Although in person, I'm a little crazier. But on the radio show, like today's not a good day for me. As I said, they're working upstairs with the sheetrock and the plaster and the sanding. It's a mess. It's got me so like upset because I, it's just a mess up there. Who the frig is going to clean that, Jimmy? Are they going to do it or do we have to vacuum? I don't know. Don't worry about There's it. There's like mountains of plaster on the floor from what they said. It was like snowstorm. Get in a power. vacuum. I'm not going to put a vacuum in it. That's the worst thing. It'll ruin your vacuum.
0: Hey, did you guys see my uh, pictures of my new uh, pipe cave? No. Pipe cave? Yeah. And I, You know, like Batman has the bat cave. Pipe man has the pipe cave. So- I-
3: where Where are the pictures?
0: It's on Facebook.
3: Where? I didn't see them. I, I, w- I wake
0: up in my bed looking at the water and the sun, uh, sunrise. I
3: haven't seen them. Which, what day did you put them on?
0: Today. I ju- oh, well, I, that's why. I, I just moved see- in last night. I put this stuff oh, up yeah. last night and this morning.
3: I'll look at them tomorrow when I get on Facebook. Right now, everything is covered with with covers. You can't find furniture. So I have
2: a question. I know your last name is Piper, everybody, Dean K. Piper. But, like, uh, is the Pipe Man reference just because, like, your last name is Piper? Or is there, like, some kind of in-the-pants thing that
0: we should know about? No, there's no pipe here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it depends on which woman you ask. But, uh, yeah, no, that was actually a nickname I had many, many years ago because of my last name being Piper. And then when I was doing uh, the radio shows here at W4CY, somehow it got resurrected. Uh, and I don't know, Jimmy, if you know the story uh, of how the Pipe Man show uh, developed. Opposed- I don't know
2: if I know it or not.
0: Yeah, well, see, what happened was is I was doing my relationship show uh, way back when, and we—I had three co-hosts. I had three co-hosts. I don't know if you remember, Jimmy. I had... The two women, one guy and me. And, you yeah, know, I remember that. And I basically played the me in real life. The, you know, nice guy, uh, you know, hopeless romantic. And then the other guy, he was the typical playboy. He, 40 years old, never had a relationship longer than a year. Uh, he would not go on a second date with a woman unless he had sex on the first date. And then the two women, one woman was married, conservative, you know, typical, you know, professional businesswoman, very conservative. And the other woman was this hot Latina who was wild as can be, as you can imagine, with Latina. And the other guy, I mean, it was a great dynamic because you had every type of man and woman relationship wise. You know, you had the jerk and the nice guy, the wild bitch and then the conservative prude you know, and so we, the guy left the show. And so in order to keep the show going, I decided to assume both roles of the guys and what an experiment that was. And that's really how it evolved. And it became kind of fun. Cause I was like, you know, all 30 years of my life, I'm like, I don't get these women. Why do they always pick the jerk offs, you know? And, and then I found out after this experiment, it was like, wow women want that jerk off and it's like kind of funny you know that you can put on this role and you know women just want you the more you treat them like crap it's like amazing how stupid but it makes for good radio
3: (laughs) i don't agree with most of that but it's okay because the women i know They're treated like crap. The guy doesn't make it for another minute. Um, I I don't believe you, It has to do with women's self-esteem. If women that don't take care of themselves, women that are not, you know, let's put it this way, like looking like Hollywood red carpet people, that's what they want today. Interesting men want interesting women. The jerk-offs... Go with the women who have very low self-esteem, who like to be treated like Wh- crap.
0: Which are usually the hot women. The hot women are the no, ones with, no, no, no. I'm not the telling I know. you, the hot women are the most insecure women. Okay, I, I as somebody that's dated quite yes, a few I, of them, true. they are so I'm, I'm, I'm insecure. I'm going through my
3: file right now. Yeah, you go the women through your file, stick it up your you know, ass. And um, let me think who's who's had bad relationships.
2: I think he's right about like hot women are insecure though. <clears throat> totally, totally. I don't know. And you I... know, every group of hot women, there's always like one that's not hot in the group. Like, like I remember in college when we would do little sister rush in the fraternity. Like, there would always be like girls, and they would come in packs of threes and fours, and there would always be two hot one and one like not too good looking. Every always they always got to have like one that doesn't really. It's like oh yeah,
0: because it's one the competition of these things. Which one thing. of
2: these things doesn't really fit?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And you know what? It's usually that one who's the most secure of all of them. You're right. You know, it's funny because... I don't know
3: so much that she's secure. They like to push themselves forward. Uh, Unattractive women have a tendency to push. Beautiful women don't need to push. They sort of
0: withdraw. Here's the thing, though. Not so beautiful women, they are happy in their own skin. They're okay in their own skin. The hot, hot women, they just can't get hot enough. That's why, like, Courtney Cox, with, with all that stuff she did to her, she looks scary now. At, at least when I saw her on the show recently, I heard she looks better now after it healed But that's why these women do this stuff. because, And, and they, they don't even know what they're looking at in the mirror. I've been with so many women that have, like, the incredible body, and they're sitting there and saying that they're fat. You know, and it's like they don't even have an ounce of job.
3: Neurotics. I mean, they are. I was very good friends with all three girls from The Price Is Right. Very close friends, especially with Diane Parkinson. She was my buddy, and Diane Parkinson was absolutely gorgeous and beautiful and sweet and very, very uh, grounded. Also, Janice Pennington was incredible. She was married to a guy that was uh, with the FBI or international, whatever, who disappeared in some mountain one time, and she went looking for him, and she's an interesting woman. She went ahead and married a guy that does eyeglasses, designs him, a very famous guy. And then the third gal was um, Holly, the redhead. She was fabulous, gorgeous girl, only went out with very intelligent men. In fact, she dated, what's his name, the guy in New York City, the old guy, the Jewish guy with the glasses. What the hell is his name? The famous one, old, like hundred years old. Um, he's does politics. Anyway, she dated. Oh, him. Warren Buffett. No, 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 no. Back further, back further, back further. In the in the sixties, I'm going back to the eighties now, seventies. When Price is Right was still there. These three girls were absolutely gorgeous. Now, through Price these three girls, I right met is Jacqueline still there Smith. Now,
0: by the way, hmm? that show's still on the air. By the way. What show? They have a black person that hosts it.
3: Oh, well, I met Jacqueline Smith through them. A fabulous, secure lady. Wonderful, bright, interesting woman. And then a few other great beauties. But see, that I you lived met these
0: people, but if you start knowing them intimately, that's when you find the other side. That's the point.
3: I did know them quite well. I mean, I knew that... Um, Jackie Smith was married to Dennis Cole, and Dennis Cole was not a good husband. In fact, I lived in Beverly Hills, right on Spalding Drive, diagonal to the Beverly Hills High. And I was jogging there a lot. And I met Dennis Cole. and We sat on the bench and we talked about blah, 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 blah. And I said to him, I have a nice girl I want you to meet. She's single and she's beautiful. I said, but I won't tell you who she is until I ask her if it's okay. So I went to Diane Parkinson and I said, Diane, I got this great guy for you. You're going to love him. He's handsome. He's an actor. He does well. And I said, his name is Dennis Cole. And she said, Ron, no way. He likes girls. I said, well, I know. That's why I'm introducing him to you. What do you want him to like, boys? She said, no, Ron, girls, little girls. (laughs) And then I realized that's why he was jogging around Beverly Hills High. So these girls are not stupid. These girls are very savvy to what's going on. I think the girls of today, the new kind of generation of weirdos, they're the people you're talking about. Oh, yeah. When, no,
0: I'm not talking like 50 years ago. I am No, not 50 today. years
3: ago. Jacqueline Smith is still young. They're only in their 50s. Jacqueline
0: Smith was hot.
2: Jacqueline Smith is hot. Ja- Jacqueline
3: hot. Smith, I've been in her company many times. In fact, I did a Charlie's Angels with her. But Jacqueline Smith... We, I saw her in the bank. The last time I saw her, I ran into her in the bank, and she had a hair in a ponytail and sunglasses. not a drop of makeup. Let's go back. Hold gorgeous. on. Gorgeous. Okay,
2: let's go back. Let's. Okay, so because we've only got three minutes left, let's let's everybody say who's a current celebrity. Chat room, you guys can chime in. Who's a current female celebrity in the last ten years that you think is like smoking hot?
3: And not that Kardashian. Megan Fox. Either. Who?
0: Megan Fox.
2: Yeah, I agree. Megan Fox is what, hot. What do you think of Kardashian? I don't think they're that
3: hot.
0: Personally. I don't think
3: they're hot either. I don't think so either. I think they look like a drag du- queens.
0: I think they're douchebags too. No, I, I don't yeah, think I don't don't that. Think but I think they I look think like men, men
3: in drag. They have too much makeup, too much, too much hype, too much everything. But you know they they're have... insecure. They're insecure. They have a low self-esteem. You know,
0: you know who else is really hot? But I think she's hotter than anywhere else in one specific movie. Jessica Alba in Fantastic Four. She yeah, she's hot, smoking no, hot in that f- one. I
2: don't think she's as hot as Megan Fox, though. No, no I mean, not my at all. My all-time like crush, my all-time crush is Jenny Garth when she was on Beverly Hills 90210, like the with the long blonde hair. She oh was, like, yeah, my she, favorite. You know, the she's the most hot.
3: beautiful one in Hollywood today. Is uh, An- uh, is Angelina Jolie? No question about it. Angie is absolutely beautiful. I, I know
0: she's close, uh, but I'm a Jennifer Aniston fan over her. Person.
3: No, Gen- no, no Angie's like so much prettier than
2: Jennifer. I, I don't Quinn like radio, the big Twin radio in New York likes Angelina Jolie. Chad, what about you? you, you got, I know that besides your, your fabulous girlfriend, Heather, who do you think's hot? You know who I like. I know, I forgot. Oh, no, I used to no. Wait, wait, you like Kate. the chick from Underworld? Kate. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Is that right? I'm sticking with Kate. All right. I actually like her, too. I just saw her in something the other day.
3: She's well, actually- Angelina Jolie is real. I've said that before on the radio Rebel show. Rebel likes
2: Rachel Ray. I don't like Rachel Ray. Rachel. Ra- Rebel Ray- like, I
0: Rachel to, like, Ray. Dump
2: that, one dump that one out. Right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, getting back to real. Angelina Jolie, her lips are her own. Her chest is her own. Everything on that woman is her own. Cause I know she her doesn't have she's a, a child, chest anymore since she's a kid. She didn't go plastic surgery way. I have pictures of her at Deirdre's birthday party, you know, looking exactly like now. I'm gonna win some brownie she's points. She's a natural beauty. Angelina Jolie is a nat- no nose job, no teeth, nothing. She's untouched. I'm right?
2: gonna win some brownie points right now. The hottest people on the planet right now are Lady Lake Music Cindy and Lady Lake Jen. There you go.
3: Oh, nice. Follow them on Twitter. Blow some more smoke, baby. <laughs>
2: They're fabulous. Keep smoking. <laughs> I love it. Now you don't even know what they
3: look like. How do you know well, I, I, they, if, if they beat Angelina Jolie out, I think she's exquisite. Oh, oh I think they beat her out. There you Did go. Did you see the movie Tourist with how about, Angie and, and what's his name? How about, or how about
0: Roseanne Barr?
3: You know what? I, I wrote <laughs> no. to Roseanne and I said to her, Rose, you never look better because she made a comment on my Facebook page about being old and gray and whatever. And you know something? She's never looked better.
2: Okay, we got one minute, and they want to know the girls in the chat room want to know some guy names. Who's the hottest guy? Yeah, Ron Russell. Zach Efron is pretty cute for a young guy. For old guys, Ron Russell. Ron
3: Russell is pretty cute. Yeah, my friend Danae Who, wrote. Who's on, he? Uh, wait, my friend Janae wrote on my Facebook page because Jimmy made. I me like have Liam this, Neeson. Wait, Jimmy had made me have this weird hairdo, and Danae uh, King wrote on it, uh, Ron Russell's eccentric, and that's why that hairdo works. And I wrote back, no, I don't want to be eccentric. I want to be
0: Cary Grant.
2: I think Cary Grant's probably the best-looking yep. movie star of all time. Mm. Like Actu- you go back,
0: Actually, believe it or not, my uh, grandfather, everybody used to say, looked just like Cary Grant, and back mm-hmm. in that day.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. we're at four fifty, you guys, so I think we gotta go. Dean, thanks so much for calling in. Chat room, thanks so much <laughs> for, for tuning calling. in. Chat, you're the a rock studio. star. <laughs> we we wanna oh okay. Thanks everybody. We wanna thank everybody for tuning in. We apologize. We don't know what happened to John Schneider. Uh so hopefully we can hook it up another time. But in the meantime, thanks so much for tuning in to the Jimmy Star show. And next Gene, week next Gene. week we have platinum selling recording artist Dave Tolliver and Leon from Leon
3: and the Peoples. Peace out, everybody. And
0: thank you, Jimmy, for rocking the world and putting up with Ron.
3: Listen, Gene, thank you for coming to our rescue and giving us all that great information. And good luck with the new and show. And everybody, baby. tune
2: into to the Pipe Man Show on W4CY at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. There you go. You Peace guys rock. Here. Bye, everybody. Bye.
1: Bye. will take you out to He'll dress you right. Y'all feel like a star. You up. Now you look sexy, your game is tight. Gonna get laid tonight. You need, you need Jimmy Starr.